Sweet. Yeah, so we just do this now. Christmas song. Get out of the way. You and I. I can't even think about Christmas. It's June. Edgeman Cancun, 08. Sweet, I can't wait. I have packed a very long bathing suit. The knee-covering bathing suit. Are recording? Yeah, we're gonna do it. You even know how to do this? No, you just push the space bar. Alright, you ready for the big Christmas song? When did you get garage, man? It comes with a Mac. When did you get a Mac? Get a Dell. The mood is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a super wonderful Christmas time. Hello, and welcome to the first solo episode of Anime Baby. This is your co-host, the indomitable grin himself, Ryan. Well, folks, the holidays have come around, and this has certainly been an interesting year. I'm finally getting into contact with uh, some friends and family again for me. Although, as always, I've been trying to get around to some Christmas specials here and there. Definitely got into Bob's Burgers this year. I had never really... I never really appreciated some of its comedic writing before, but it started with the Thanksgiving episodes this year, and then I finally worked my way over to the Christmas episodes. Yeah, gotta say, those were quite a fun time. Watched some other Christmas classics as well, Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, along with a little bit of Elf on the side, a tad bit of Futurama, I think I still need to get around to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, though. I'm quite looking forward to all of those. And if I can, maybe squeak in a little bit of Klaus as well. Modern classic. Can't get enough of that. But today it is Anime's Secret Santa time. That magical time of year where we all come together and offer anime to each other to review. Today's selection is courtesy of the AGC Podcast. I really hope Inc. of Anagamers.com this year appreciates uh, the selection I gave for them. Though I'm sorry to say that my selection for this year uh, really did not click with me on many levels, but I suppose we will get into that. For today, we are going to get down and boogie with my Secret Santa selection for this year. It is Boogie Pop Phantom. One of the more cerebral classic animes from the year 2000. And one that I had always heard about on the sidelines from here to there. Um, always in hushed tones, certainly not spoken of in to the same degree as something like Serial Experiments Lane or even Paranoia Agent. But it was always there in the background as like one of those more cerebral, mysterious, non-linear anime that really takes time to digest. Though, to be honest, I kind of feel like I need an antacid right now after watching it. But, anyway, Boogie Pop Phantom was produced by Studio Madhouse, directed by Takashi Watanabe of Slayer's fame, and also having worked on Heavy Object and Ravemaster, and written by Sadayuki Murai. This anime is also a part of the larger Boogie Pop light novel series by Kohei Karano, with character designs by the light novel's illustrator as well. Chronologically, it takes place after the series' first volume, Boogie Pop and Others, though we will not be diving into that today. We will strictly be talking about this anime in particular. How to even give a synopsis of Boogie Pop Phantom? Well, I will try. 
A pillar of light shooting into the air. This is where it all began. For people living in Japan, it was this phenomenon where everything started going wrong. People are gaining weird powers, strange entities are haunting the innocent, and at the center of it all is an urban legend, a ghost that haunts the city called Boogie Pop, a Shinigami, a Grim Reaper. Through the interconnected stories in this anime, a conspiracy will unfold that will unravel the lives of its characters and challenge the truths they have known all their lives. That is about as solid a synopsis as I can give of Boogie Pop Phantom. In practice, though, the series covers a wide range of stories, uh, different vignettes from episode to episode, of people that are being affected by these uh, strange occurrences that are going on in Japan. At the center of them all is the uh, Phantom Boogie Pop, along with several other entities, such as uh, alien entities, and also government uh, drug experimentation, and other odd strange creatures that are taking advantage of uh, people's malaise and misery in the world. There is a lot going on in Boogie Pop Phantom, and sadly, I have to say, a lot of it really did not connect with me at all. In fact, I would almost say this was an incredibly hard anime for me to get through, I'm sorry to say. Now, I have seen other shows like Boogie Pop Phantom before that have tackled this kind of story writing, but I have to say overall, I didn't think, for me personally, Boogie Pop Phantom did not really come together very well uh, format-wise. Many characters in the overall story, especially some that are pretty central to it overall, such as the vigilante Nagi Kirima, uh, sort of come in and out, but uh, the, quite a few characters also enter other people's stories as well, but none of which really came together in a very interesting way. Um, part of this has to do with like the lore of Boogie Pop Phantom, which is that uh, there, there's quite a few... A few too many contrasting elements. I mentioned before that there are, like, supernatural entities and alien entities, and also, like, drug experimentations, but none of which come together, at least I thought, came together in a very cohesive manner overall. In fact, most of the time I was actually quite confused <laughs> by what was going on in Boogie Pop. Uh, there, it throws around a lot of concepts, a lot of terms here and there. Uh, there's also characters that are impersonating others as well, and I personally thought that that was very confusing after a while. Not helping was the overall production and uh, vibe of the series as well. Uh, the colors overall, very washed out. Um, very, I, I've, I've heard one review before describe the uh, overall look at this show as very malaise-written. Um, I can actually agree, agree with that. And I think on some level, it's a stylistic choice that uh, is uniquely its own. But it also meant that there wasn't a whole lot visually for me to latch on with the series. Um, but Boogie Pop Phantom is a very uh, minimally animated uh, series in ways that uh, genuinely kind of frustrated me. Uh, lots of characters talking, lots of dialogue, much of which kind of rambles on, if I'm not being honest. <laughs> and much of the characters are also quite uh, plain-looking. This is a series that does not dress its characters up in very extravagant ways or anything. Um, hair colors are quite natural throughout. And I, was, I, and I was overall fine with that, but it also meant that a lot of characters did not really uh, pop out to me very much. 
many of the characters of which were not very memorable to me, even despite the fact that Wikipedia will tell me that they're all quite unique people in their own right. Um, I, but they, but I, I still, I don't want to diminish that these characters don't have much that are go that they are going through. Um, the series itself overall does deal with uh, very heavy themes of uh, dealing with change and also alienation and escapism. And those themes, I think, do overall come through pretty well. Uh, it's just that the series also takes on a very experimental editing style. Uh, the, the overall uh, chronology of the series uh, jumps forward and backward a lot. Um, I personally, it personally, which also personally got on my nerves a little bit. Um, there were, there are also multiple times in one episode where they will, uh, go to cut to a black screen and it will say, uh, scene 005 and, uh, cut back to five, maybe five years ago or two months ago or two years ago. And uh, yeah, with... Given that there was unhold, given that this anime was not wowing me too much with its production, it meant that these these time skips were a little more. They were a bit harder for me to keep track of, and did not leave me with a whole lot of what's the word attachment to uh, many characters or what they were going through in the story. Even when action does appear in the series, it's also very like minimal in a lot of parts. I can't th I can't say there were many uh, animated moments that really wowed me in this. In fact, there was actually one scene in particular where a character uh, kicks down another and it actually looked very awkwardly animated. It did not look good at all. It was <laughs> it just wasn't playing good. Uh, even the central characters and the plot line that they are going through uh, just with all of the mismatching elements to the lore, and um, with many characters, with some characters having even multiple identities, uh, it it really took me out of it overall. It was quite hard for me to. It was quite hard for me to follow overall. It did not hook me in quite a bit at all. But it is not all a downer. There is one thing I do acknowledge as being good with the show, which is that the music is actually exceptionally good. Yota Suruoka was the one who did the soundtrack for the series, and the opening, Even Shower, Evening Shower, performed wonderfully by Shikeo Suga, which is an odd... Both the opening and the ending of the show are both a little bit odd, let's just say. The opening of the show, Evening, Sh Evening Shower, is actually a quite good song in its own right that invokes a folk singer crooning with feelings of loss that ties in well with the themes of the series. And the ending theme, Future Century Secret Club, is also wonderfully upbeat and features a good guitar melody. But both are in stark contrast to the tone of the show, which is uh, very serious and has... Uh, no moments of levity to speak of. Uh, it's quite a dour experience overall. Like, you are expected to take a story like this and what the characters are going through quite seriously. These are characters that are uh, being toyed with mentally by uh, entities beyond their own control and are just going through uh, complete misery and trying to work through their own problems. And the, the, the openings and endings, of which I will include in the background here and there, just do not mix well with the overall show, but are good songs in their own right. 
But special praise does need to go to Suruoka, who I think did a good job with the main music for the series. There are a lot of very good ambient tracks to Boogie Pop Phantom that really sell this uh, foreboding sense of... They sell this almost haunted feeling to a lot of the experiences that the characters go through, uh, especially whenever interacting with the ghostly entity known as Boogie Pop with special mention of a sonar ping sound effect that is used to uh, punctuate very supernaturally mystifying moments in the show. I mean, Suruoka knows how to actually put in a very suspenseful st like musical sting in an anime, and I, and I gotta give props right there. But that is kind of the last good thing I had to say about Boogie Pop Phantom, and I think overall I am unfortunately being unfair to it. At the end of the day, I think I need to admit that this may just not be my kind of anime. I also felt somewhat daunted by taking on Boogie Pop Phantom after I realized uh, as I was watching that it really wasn't doing it for me, because uh, going back and trying to hear other opinions on this show that were a lot more positive, it wasn't very confiding to me that many of them had to be read through the Wayback Machine all the way back to 2006 or 2002, 2007. <laughs> and I, I really tried to pull together what other people thought of this show, and every time I kept watching or trying to watch Boogie Pop Phantom, it just felt like a real slog for me to get through. <laughs> a slow anime like this just... It, they, they just don't get made like this today, and it was kind of past my generation. But other anime have attempted a similar format to Boogie Pop Phantom, though, before. Or really, after, even. Paranoia Agent. Um, you know, a Satoshi Kon classic. Absolutely wonderful. But even then, I still felt like when I was watching that I really would have rather have preferred watching Paranoia Agent, because that show did this kind of format a lot better, and also had a much simpler lore to it overall. But man, this one just really didn't do it for me. Boogie Pop Phantom is just uh, too slow of a show, and also I think just overall could have uh, interconnected its stories in a few more interesting ways, maybe could have also edited scenes into the past quite a bit better. Uh, simplified its lore down a little bit more. I mean, I, I still feel like by the end, there's got to be something I'm missing about Boogie Pop Phantom. And maybe in the future I will revisit again. There was also another uh, Boogie Pop and Others anime that came out not too long ago. Maybe if I was in the mood, I might be interested in tracking that one down and seeing if that one uh, remedies any of the problems that I had with uh, this series. But as it stands, it is hard for me to recommend Boogie Pop Phantom. Um, if you can slow down and take in an anime in uh, slower bits and pieces and can piece together information uh, in a bit more timely fashion than I can, uh, I'm a, I admit I'm a, I like to go a mile a minute with my anime. Uh, some of my favorites out there are... One Piece and Tiger and Bunny, and <laughs> those know how to uh, keep the momentum going and, think, and uh, really know how to uh, hook you in with uh, these characters with bombastic personalities. But at the same time, I can also slow down for an anime like uh, Paranoia Agent as well. Or maybe even Cat Soup, something a little more atmospheric. But yeah, if you like a slower burn anime, Boogie Pop might just be for you. 
But for me, I was just not feeling the boogie on this one. Well, that wraps up my first solo podcast for Anime Bebe. Gotta say, I kind of felt confident with this one, even though it was for an anime that I didn't feel too strongly about overall, but still, it's a beginning, and hopefully in the future, I may even do more solo podcasts, if it's for a topic that uh, really hooks me in that I think requires my specific attention. But special thanks to AGC Podcast for the suggestion, and to the Anime Secret Santa group overall. I like doing this each year, and I like all the suggestions people give me. I asked to be surprised this year, and, well, I think I certainly was surprised by my selection. And of course, look out for my co-host Mikey's Anime Secret Santa solo podcast to come out soon as well. I'm quite anxious to see what he's got cooking up. Uh, has not told me what it is, but I am really looking forward to it. So, to all of you out there, a happy holidays from Anime Bebe. Follow us at Anime Bebe on Twitter, and you can follow me at 2Bits on Twitter and WolfishGrin on Tumblr. That is all for me today, and I will see you all next time. And allow me to leave you all off with one schnazzy ending tune from Oogie Pop Phantom. Check you later.